You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everyone? And welcome to another edition of Brothers Just Searching. I'm Isaac, along with Brother Anthony tonight. We are Long Ranger and Tonto. We are... Mm -hmm. We just by ourselves tonight. Yep, we're alone. We're alone. That's all right. We got each other. You know, hey, that's no problem with that. You know, um, it, us putting our minds together, we we might come out with something. Maybe. <laughs> it might be educational to somebody. At least <laughs> your mic's working this time. I think last, so last far. Time, yeah. Last time we was together, we yeah. didn't have a mic working. So, it hey. It went dull on me. Yeah, it went dull. Well, that, it was the producer's fault. And it wasn't mm -hmm. Lloyd. That's all I'm going to say. It wasn't mm -hmm. Lloyd, y'all. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, was, it was someone else. You know, they, it was a fill-in. You know, we we didn't. I guess we didn't pay him too well. It uh, you know, it's always popular to blame somebody else. Sure, you know, at least I didn't blame like Lloyd. No, you no, know, producer no, Lloyd. No. Besides that, but look, you gotta blame somebody. We we in here we're basically along. You know, we got we got a good friend of ours listening to the podcast. <laughs> He's our live studio audience right here. You can say, <laughs> but um, but nah, but uh, producer Lloyd is out tonight. Also, uh, Pastor Daniel is out tonight as well. So. Me and Brother Anthony, mm -hmm. we haven't done this in a while. We just mm -hmm. said, let's go ahead and we're going to take it over tonight. You know, the mm -hmm. hazes are in the building. Mm -hmm. So, guys, we are excited. We are blessed that you have decided to join us. Brothers Just Searching is a podcast dedicated to Bible topics, Bible prophecy, and current world events to educate and to edify the believer in Jesus Christ. And we're just, we're happy to do this every week. It's something fun that we can get together with as brothers in the Lord and just, you know, have fun and look. Me and Brother Anthony, you know, we're close siblings, mm -hmm. but uh, mm -hmm. this even brought us a little closer. Mm -hmm. And along with Brother Daniel, we, you know, Brother Daniel's a great man. And uh, the guests we had on here so far is phenomenal. I love him. And uh, we just, we had a good weekend last weekend with Brother Dan, uh, Brother Brandon, mm -hmm. talking about light in the darkness. It was just a great podcast. And we just, we just encourage you all to go ahead and keep listening and keep us in prayers and let, you know, we need prayer as well. So, guys, we just want to thank you all for everything you're doing. Just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please just hit that subscribe button. Wherever platform you're listening is it is Google, Spotify, or Apple. We have a lot more that I can go into. Uh, just go ahead and hit subscribe, and please leave us a review. If it's good, bad, or ugly, we just, we want <laughs> reviews. We need some reviews. That helps get yes. our podcast out there to others. Uh, also, this Saturday, we have an event. Mm -hmm. This Saturday in Abbeville, uh, Cross Point Church. Uh, 1631, I believe mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. It is a, a little church in Abbeville. They love the Lord. They want, you know, to share the gospel. They reached out to us at Brothers Just Searching to go ahead and set up an event with them. It is a youth rally, but folks, believe me, we accept everyone to come in. If you're young, old, you know, short, tall, fat, skinny, don't matter. We want you there. To have a great time. Mm -hmm. It is 1631 South Say Street in Abbeville. Uh, if you have any questions, please call 337-315-9239 and just talk to Pastor Kenny. He'll better give you more information on that event. We're planning to have a good crowd out there. Um, it's more going to be more like a worship mm -hmm. night. Uh, Brother mm -hmm. Anthony's going to be there promoting his book, The mm -hmm. Journey of the, uh, not Journey of the Christian. Uh, the New Kingdom. The New Kingdom. Uh, he's going to be there showing off his book and maybe mm -hmm. hopefully get some sales in there to help out yes. with that. So guys, just um, reach out to Pastor Kenny and be ready for something. Be ready for something that's going to happen. See, a lot of people go into these events and I text the worship team today. 
And I told him, I said, look, y'all pray. Mm-hmm. Just don't go into this event thinking it's another event. We're going to entertain people. Right. You right. know, being in worship practically all my life. Mm-hmm. I learned something very early on that you are considered a worship leader. Mm. You're leading people into worship. You got to worship up there as well. You got to be prayed up in there as well, because Mm. I feel if you're not prayed up, if you're not ready, it don't matter what you do up there. You can have the best show in the world, but if you don't have it Christ centered, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just a show. It's not going to be a, um, it's not going to, it's not going to edify nobody. It's not going to help nobody out. So, we're going to go ahead and do that this Saturday, July 11th at 6.30, I believe. Mm-hmm. So y'all go ahead and come come check us out. We're not the greatest sounding band, but uh, we're better than some. So <laughs> not the two my horn, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Right. All right, guys. So as I said last week, we talked to Pastor Brandon, which was a great, great podcast. Went back and heard it back the other day, and it encouraged me. You know, I was mm-hmm. sitting here in this chair uh, with this mic. I had Pastor Brandon right here on the side of me, and he, I heard everything, but it's good to go back and just listen. Mm-hmm. And to get a perspective of what you said, and and just understand where he we were coming from, we felt that it was a great podcast. Um, had some very good thoughts in there. Mm, it was and good. It was good. Yeah, it was it was just awesome. And I I love having Pastor Brandon and guests over here because see a lot of people don't realize to do a podcast like this, you have a lot of studying, you have a lot mm-hmm. of praying you got to do. You have to have a lot of stuff you need to do and. God has blessed us with some great men in our life. Look, Dad, Pastor Brandon, Pastor Daniel, um, our former pastor that that gave us that gave us a lot of knowledge. So we mm-hmm. want to share that knowledge out with everyone else. And it just it's just encouraging to see preachers still standing up for the gospel and not afraid to come over a mic and say what they believe. Right. Exactly. So, but uh, so tonight what we're gonna do is uh, last night we talked about being salt and light in the earth. We talked about how you need to. Uh, salt preserves and how you need to go ahead and focus on Jesus and try to help the world to come to Christ. Tonight, we're going to go in a, a direction. We're not talking about politics. We're not going to talk about this world. And we will bring it up. But we feel that with all this chaos and everything, we need to go ahead and talk about. And when we uh, talk about something that's going to edify the believers. And I want to we we talked as a group. And we came to this this uh, subject that we feel is going to edify y'all tonight. Mm. And it's basically going to be talking about your identity mm. in Christ. Now, you can go on Google, which I have it up right now. Um, if you type in who we are in Christ, there's about 583,000 results. That was done in 0.65 seconds. So this topic has been talked about a lot. But I want to go ahead and ask you a question. If I come up to you and I ask who you are, and I bet a lot of people would ask, will say the question, well, I mean, use me for example. Let me just use me. I will come out and somebody asks me who you are, and I will say, well, I play softball on the weekend, so I'm a softball player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or I'm a father of four. Or I'm a, you know, I'm... I'm a truck driver. I say all these things and God forbid any of that moves, you know, my family or my job or anything like it moves away. What is next? And I'll, I might say I'm a Christian. Now me knowing the subject, I'll probably say it right away. But 
what do you put first? What is your identity? What is your identity as as being a believer of Jesus Christ? What do you put anything before your identity? Mm. I'm going to go ahead and share with you Second Chronicles 5.17. I believe, nope, I'm in the wrong spot. Maybe another one. Oh, that's chapter. Okay. Yeah, 517. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away, and behold, the new has come. That is ESV. So, guys, when we come to Jesus Christ and we ask the Lord for forgiveness of our sins, and we ask the Lord to come to our heart and, and to be, be in us and to work in us and to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. The old things are passed away. Our whole identities change. We are a son or daughter of God. Mm. We accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, and he is in us. That means we are saved. We got a lot of things that come with that salvation. We're saved, we're chosen, we're redeemed, we're loved, and we're a child of God. Those are just a few things that we get when we accept Jesus Christ. A lot of people think we just gain salvation. No, we gain a lot more. Mm. We're called saints. I hear a lot of people say, I'm a sinner saved by grace. You were a sinner saved by grace. Now you're saved right, through the right. blood of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't go ahead and put that priority. They don't put that identity first. They don't go ahead and put that identity as the center point of their salvation. Mm. So I want to ask you tonight, where is your identity? What do you, as a believer, choose your identity on? Mm. Is it in Jesus or is it in a sport? Mm. You know, a lot of people lost their identity in this crisis, Anthony. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you know, sports was gone. Movies were gone. Mm -hmm. You know, superheroes are gone. You know, they right. pushed back the Black Black Widow uh, movie, and everybody went in a you know, cringe. Oh, my goodness. They're not going to be no more superhero movies. Uh -huh, right. Um, a lot of their stars died. And look, I pray for his family. I know they're grieving, but Kobe Bryant, when Kobe Bryant died, mm -hmm. you thought people, you thought the Messiah had died. Almost, yeah. I remember and look, that. I'm nothing to give to Kobe Bryant. Look, I'm a sports fan. Kobe Bryant was a big, mm -hmm. big person in the sports world. And right. I, 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 I'm sorry to see his death. Right, right. But Kobe Bryant, you know, people worship this man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and was that their identity? Mm hmm So as a believer, I want to ask you, what is your identity? Mm. What is your identity tonight? Mm. Or today, whenever you listen to this podcast. Mm hmm So, you know, that, that's our conversation tonight. And, and Anthony, you know, I, I see Christians walking in defeat. Mm hmm I see Christians walking in mm. doubt. I see Christians walking in especially today. And I, I'd right. say we weren't going to talk about politics or anything like that, but right. if you look at the world today, you know, we were talking earlier with a good friend of ours and we said that about the news. You watch the news and you don't want to watch the news. It's very depressing. Mm -hmm. It's very, so, so what is, what is, what is the identity of Christ? Well, the thing is I was reading it up the little bit. I studied on it and I was reading about, uh, they were talking about how it also represents your life. You know, and people don't got to realize when you see there's a there's a thing people I heard a, a person say this one time. He's right. He said, most people won't read a Bible, but they will read you. Right. 
So I think that's a big part of it. You know, it's, it's, it's what's inside. It's not what's outside. It's your identity. And, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, you're different than the world is. You know, people don't realize that when you're a Christian, you don't talk like the world. You don't act like them. You don't drink like them. You just, you're, you're, you're supposed to be different. And, you know, you're supposed to carry on, you know, Christ. It's kind of like in the sheriff movies, you know, if you watch Westerns. I like a lot of Westerns. Yeah, we all like a lot of Westerns. Like, you look at the sheriff, he has a badge. And uh, he pull, he's, that badge is supposed to represent the law. He's supposed, that, that's his identity is the law. You know, I mean, he's out there doing the law. He's out there to enforce the law. And so it's the same thing like, like a Christian. You know, a Christian, he wears a badge, and that badge is Christ. Right. And, you know, and, and I mean, I don't have plans to say this, so I don't know why. As a spirit of God. That's yeah, the yeah. I don't have plans to say this, but it's just, that's, that's how, that's how you, a Christian's supposed to be in this world. Because when a, when a person looks at a cop, they know he's a cop. He has no doubt he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a sheriff or a deputy, whatever, because he has the badge. He has the authority on him. So it's the same thing. That's your identity. That's what makes you. Because you lost your old identity pretty much when you got saved. You know, the old man has gone and the new life has come. So, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much that's he is your identity now. You know, we have so much cultures today. You know, there's nothing wrong if you want to study if like, hey, if you were French or Irish, whatever. But most people, that's their whole identity is their culture or or their entertainment or like you said earlier, a lot of things. But. But the thing is, it's uh, your your identity really is supposed to be Christ. Right. You're ambassador. You're you're supposed to represent Him. Well, what what does the term Christian mean? And doing look, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give him props. Um, Overcomer, the Kendrick Brothers made mm-hmm. that movie a while mm-hmm. back, and I'm gonna quote something that they said on there. What is Christian? And the 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 actor said, uh, Alec Kendrick said, it um, Christ like. He said, really, well, have you been Christ-like? And that's right. the identity of of a Christian. It, you know, oh, I'm a Christian, but are you really Christ-like? See, a lot of people mm. fly a lot of words around. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a, look, they even use the identity in religion. Look, mm-hmm. how many people ask us, oh, you're a Christian. What church you go to? Well, I'm Pentecostal. Or I'm Baptist, or I'm agnostic. They go ahead and they, they throw their religious title mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. around but christian really means christ-like it's like the word right. saint and i, I right. mean that earlier when you get saved you're a saint exactly right. you're a saint what does saint mean to separate is it, you're different you, you're right? different mm-hmm. and, and look we can go back to the scripture i quoted earlier in second chronicle uh second corinthians not chronicle second corinthians five seventeen, where it says therefore if anyone is in christ He's a new creature. He's a new creature. Why Why are we new creatures? Because our whole identity, especially, you know, I grew up in church and you did as well, but mm-hmm. we know a lot of testimonies of people that were in the world mm-hmm. and they lived that life of sin and they went ahead and um, they, 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 they did the things in the world. But when it came to Christ, it had been brought away. One great example, um, hearing Phil Robinson's testimony. Mm. Phil Robinson said that. He said, look, when I... When I got saved, I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to cuss. I didn't want to smoke. I didn't want to do none of the things of the world. Why? Because he became a new creature. That's right. He became a new creation. He became something new because, mm-hmm. as Second Corinthians said, the old has passed away, and behold, mm-hmm. a new thing has come. 
And that's what a lot of people don't 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 look into that yet. Jesus saved it, but we're new. We have something mm-hmm. new. Like, don't get me wrong. We deal with sin mm-hmm. on on a regular basis. All the time. You know, <laughs> and if you're a Christian out there and you say that, oh, I never sinned, you just did. You lied. The Bible said you're a liar. You're a liar. Yeah. Because you went ahead and mm-hmm. you just lied mm-hmm. about saying that you never sinned. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But as a Christian, look, I fell number of times a lot as yeah. a believer you're not you're not perfect no no not one man is going to be perfect Mm-mm. not one woman is going to be perfect it's it's jesus that makes us new and that's where the sanctification and the justification process comes in after romans 8 mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people read romans 7 6 7 and 8 and it's talking about the about going into christ and, and setting your foundation in jesus but they forget that romans 9 10 and 11 and on to it talks about justification and sanctification, how you got to take away from the world. And you got to, that's mm. your new idea. Like you said, gee, look, there's been jobs. Look, one person told me that I made it. I'm going to admit I made a mistake and I, I said a word mm-hmm. that shouldn't have been said. And one of my coworkers said, Isaac, why you said that? That's not you. See, right. he knew something was different. Right. Than me. Why? Because my identity right. is supposed to be in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of Christians do. They, they, they go ahead and they, they worry more about titles than that's worry right. about their identity in Christ. Well, the thing is, like you're talking about a, a new born again Christian. It's kind of like I heard a, a another Christian told me one time. He said, "You know how the born again experience is like." And he used two, two things. He said, "One, it's kind of like a snake when he sheds off his uh, skin, right, and he grows a new one." He said, "That's another example how um, a, a person when he gets born again, he leaves the sin, he leaves the old pure life, and he 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 comes into something new." And uh, he told me one time, he said, it's also like a person who's born again or a person who's not born again. He's uh, he's on top of the water. He's just on a floaty. You know, he's just on a boat or he's just floating. But when a Christian gets saved, it's like he dives in the water and he's seeing places. He's seeing creatures that he never seen before. He's seen a whole other words, the whole new world open up to him. So when you get saved, that's what happens. You you. You know, when you're not saved, I heard many testimonies of people who, uh, uh, before they got saved, they're like, they couldn't believe the things they'd done, you know, the, the people they heard. And, and you know, this they, they were for themselves. They, they couldn't believe it. There were some people, and we know, I mean, some are alive now, some not. I mean, you we talked to them, and they said, you know, one time when you used to be a drunk or when you used to do this, and you look at them like, no, there's no way that you or, or her could have been this and I mean, could they change? I mean, you look right. at them, you would talk to them. You wouldn't think they never did. You you thought they were the holiest saints on the earth, even before, you know, but because they would change, you know. Well, Jesus said, uh, much is forgiven and less mm-hmm. is forgiven. You're going to be more appreciated. And, that, and that's the thing you see a lot about, you know, going on that point of believers that, that came to believe. Look, and I'm... I, I'm going to quote him. I might make some people mad when I say Phil Robinson, but, you know, if you know Doug Donesty, you you know who I'm talking about. Phil said that before the age of 28, I'm going to quote his testimony. He said he was, he smoked weed, he did drugs, he messed around with Miss K. He, mm-hmm. he did all these things, but when he was told about Jesus and he said, look, my, and he, he said this on his podcast and on, on the show, he said, "When I when I finally said at the age of twenty eight, I can uh, I've been down in the slumps, I can't go any worse, and I need to give Jesus a shot." And he accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. And look, from that day forward, you could tell when someone's saved because mm-hmm. 
especially when when they when they when you know them before. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when right. you when you know someone that has been lost, look, we have a good brother at the, at our church. Um, he was a bodybuilder. He he was he was sinful, and you know, not because he was a bodybuilder, but mm-hmm. but because he his life was centered around him. I remember him telling me his mm-hmm. testimony. His life was centered around him, and guess what? Mm-hmm. He changed because he mm-hmm. became new in Christ. He went ahead. And he accepted Jesus and the, the newness of life inside Christ. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what a lot of people a lot of people think when you come to Jesus, you're not gonna have no more troubles. You're not gonna and they, they sell Jesus, but a lot of people don't realize you gotta give up a lot to serve Jesus. Mm. And if you love Jesus, it's it's gonna come real natural. Look, our former pastor who's with the Lord now mm-hmm. said that when he got saved, he didn't wanna go be a drunk no more. Mm-mm. He didn't want to go into the bars no more. He wanted to go home and spend time in the Word and be with his family. Cause, because that you was gotta realize, change. You got to realize because the Holy Spirit gives you the strength to fight against those things. Before that, you were lying on flesh and you you know you don't have the Spirit of God and you don't have the strength of God. You know it's just like if you fail and someone's picking your arm up, you know helping you know. So you cannot fight these things without God giving the strength. It's kind of like Samson in the Bible and, and all these other great men of, of God in the Bible, David, and you could name it, all of them. They had to have the Spirit of God to accomplish, to fight over their enemies and things that they done. They couldn't do it alone without God and His help. So, yeah, you cannot do it without, you know, without God's help. And the thing is, you know, some people say, well, I have to do, I, you know, I have to give up this or I have to give up that or so on and so on. But like you said, there's a great reward, right? You know, and 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 there's great things. Jesus made it clear. The disciples came to Christ one time. They said, "We left all and followed you. We left family. We left homes. We left work. We left. I mean, we left about almost everything to follow you. What are we gonna get in return?" And Jesus told them. Jesus promised them. He said, "Y'all will judge the twelve tribes of Israel." So the Bible makes it clear that other words were God. And Jesus told them, "You're gonna lose a lot in this lifetime." But you will gain more. So that's what we got to encourage Christians about. We got to tell them about the Holy Spirit, the cross. And I think where a lot of people are, uh, a lot of churches are missing is where's the promises of God? We just, you know, we just tell them, hey, you're going to get saved and get to heaven. That's it. Oh, great. But it's like an artist, you know, uh, he's painting the picture. But you until you don't see what the artist is painting, how you know what he's painting if you know you don't show him the picture you know show people the picture we have to give people a picture uh, you know like a parable like christ did what it could be and i think that's what my book does you know the new kingdom what it does is it it gives i mean there's scripture stuff in it but there's things i kind of add a little bit in fictional wise to kind of show people you know hey you know this is you know get people thinking this could happen or it could look like this you know, I was reading um, on Jimmy Swagger's uh, commentary, and he was talking about the new city of Jerusalem. And he said, can you imagine the walls? Can you imagine the pearls, how beautiful they would be? Or, you know, so I think that's what's missing. I think us churches, one of the things we need to focus on, give people a picture of what it could be. That's why I love Pilgrim's Progress so much. Because in the story, in an allegory where it paints you the city, it was a city of gold. It, You know, because you, that's one of the reasons why I think and it depends the Baptist full gospel. There's not one particular Protestant domination. That's why I think so many people 
or most of the younger generation not staying because we're not giving them something really to be grounded on or give them something. We got to let them look for the future. And so, you know. Well, and, and it goes to that point of this. Yeah. this when you save, you, you tell them you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. But they don't tell them that's your new identity. You know, right, exactly. what's sad is a lot of mm-hmm. people go ahead and share Jesus Christ and they they, they win the loss. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that a while back on a podcast. They don't disciple them. They don't right. tell them. And see, that's what a lot of people, oh, I'm saved. And they don't. They just think it's another religious experience. And that's where, where I come with the point with identity. Unfortunately, and I'm not saying every Christian does it, but... Mm-hmm. Majority of Christians today are not identifying as I am Christ-like. Right. They're right. saying, well, I am Baptist, mm-hmm. so I got to follow the Baptist teaching. And they more focus on what the denomination teaches instead of what the Bible says. Right. Because you see a lot, you know, I'm trying to look for a good example of it. It's, you know, if somebody gives me... um a new car and I love it. This is, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, they do that. They, they like cars and right, let's say somebody right. comes up and gives me a brand new Ford one fifty, mm-hmm. and there's something I want to look about. Well, I'll go look at the internet or I'll go look up the owner's manual. Or I'll go do something like that. A lot of people don't do that. See, every time that I went someone to Jesus Christ and I tell them that this is your new identity, you got Jesus now, right? Go read your Bible. That's the mm-hmm. first thing I, I bring them to because mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a joke that goes around the church, the Bible, basic instruction before leaving earth. Right, right. So, you know, but if you go ahead and just tell someone, man, you're saved, man. Congratulations, the angels are rejoicing. I'll see you Sunday. But they walk off. You're leaving that person, you know. They're, they're, that's like sending yeah. a, a soldier out without a rifle. They're not. They're not <laughs> it they're, don't work. They're not discipling them, and they're not. And they're not giving them a picture of what. We just leave them like that. Yeah, we just leave them like right, that. And they, right, right. They they know that they, that something happened to them, but they're not mm-hmm. shown the identity of Christ. They're not shown who is Christ. Who is Christ living in you now? And that's the thing. Like, and I know a lot of Christians when they when they read their Bible, they they study, they realize, wow, coming to Christ, I am forgiven. I am chosen. I'm, you know, if you read Ephesians chapter one and two, and go and mark down everything in that chapter who we are you have a mind-opening experience mm-hmm. of who who we are in christ right and and look that all comes by and I, i'm gonna say it like this everyone that said if i ask that question who you are and everyone that acts that tells me their answers and if it's not christian to begin with i'm not saying mm-hmm. you're not saved that's that's right. that's way beyond that's that's way beyond our comprehension i believe mm-hmm. everyone that accepts christ and there truly believes in him is saved right Right. But there's sometimes, and look, I've done it, Brother Anthony, you've done it. We just let things of the world creep into our identity. We mm-hmm. focus more mm-hmm. on things of this world. Look, it could be mm-hmm. anything. I have a personal testimony where it was a set of movies mm-hmm. that I watched. You couldn't touch them. If you touch them, you better put it in the right location because, <laughs> hey, if not, I'm going to I'm gonna be ticked off and you, you won't right. belt it. Right, yeah. Now, oh, that's a movie, yeah. But I put them movies before the Lord. I, that was before that was I was putting them before my identity in Christ. That's right. And I, look, I, if I couldn't afford a bill, and the next movie came out, I would go buy the mil- the movie before. <laughs> that's putting stuff before the Lord, and right, and that's right. the thing with a lot of people they lose their identity in Christ of who Christ is and why He died for us and why He 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 bore our shame on the cross. It He gave you know. I'm not trying to sound like a prosperity minister, but 
that was for us because he loved us. He did mm-hmm. that because he loved us and he wanted us to spend eternity with him, mm-hmm. not because we deserved it. And when you start studying God's word and who you are in Christ, mm-hmm. it'll blow your mind away. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that joke one time. You were talking about the Bible earlier a little bit. And uh, they had, they had a, 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 the pastor kept saying, this is not for today. This is not for today. And then when I, <laughs> and then he went to old lady's house one day and he says, lady, where's your Bible? She said, oh, it's over there. And he looked, it was just the cover. All the scriptures are missing. She said, I was wondering when you was going to tell me to cut that out. Yeah, he said, well, he said, lady, what happened to your Bible? He said, you kept preaching. This is not for today. And this is not for today. And so uh, I had to take, I was cutting a lot of pages out. And Lex was holy. Yeah. I, I thought I had to throw away that one too, the cover, you know? <laughs> you're on a good point though right there. Um, you know, discussing about um, about today and about the mm-hmm. uh, the podcast episode. Yep. yep. You know, we, we brought that out about false identities. Right, right. So look, I mentioned prosperity ministers. Listen to any prosperity minister talk mm-hmm. about the gospel. Mm-hmm. Just listen to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And what's sad is they're not warning people. They're 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 trying to sell Jesus. You know, they're, right, right. they're glorified car salesmen. Right, right. Because they go out there mm-hmm. and they say yeah. they give to Christ. Listen, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Jesus mm-hmm. wants you in heaven, and it's all true. Mm-hmm. But they they try to give the fine points of Christ. They don't, you know. Right. If they would do it like Jesus did, remember when Jesus was in the Bible and they, they said, uh, Lord, you know, yeah. um, let us serve you. And mm-hmm. Lord said, foxes has holes and birds, birds in the nest. But that's I have no place to lay my head. Yeah. I don't got no motel. I don't have, I don't, I don't stay in a motel. I, I stay in the five star dirt. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. It's a, like, like the Jesus, next hole I can find is the better one. I'm Jesus told them, look, and look, when they talked about Jesus said, I come with a sword. I'm, I'm offending people. Yeah. I don't These jokes peace. that are called pastors now or mm-hmm. the mainstream pastors that they call joe they're cotton candy preachers they give mm-hmm. people sugar and they just want them to be happy and mm-hmm. they just that's a false identity of christ that's that's mm-hmm. not sharing jesus what, with yeah. them properly and guess what yeah. that's a false identity you know like, mm-hmm. and if you ever want to go into an adult uh place let's just say it like that mm. you need yeah. to have an id right oh okay you get right. what i'm saying right. exactly yeah uh, now don't get me wrong i'm I've never been in one of them places, I promise you. <laughs> but, you know, you see these movies of people, they want to go into these adult uh, entertainment places or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, any anything, they go with a false ID. And that's what, uh, and you know, that's what that's what the church does a lot of times. They give mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. false narratives and false identification of Christ. They don't give mm-hmm. them the true meaning of Jesus, and they don't give them the true, they don't give them the true identification and I hope that wasn't a poor analogy. I'm just... It's the idea, It's right? the idea. These people are giving false and false identification. Now, if you preach somebody false and they don't back it up with scripture, mm-hmm. they might get to heaven and say, Lord, here's the identification card. And guess Damn. what? The Lord's going to say, I... I never knew you. I never knew you because... They gave him a false security and a false hope and a yeah. false identification what, what, of Christ. What, uh, what Jesus said, they're going to they're gonna say, Lord, we prophesied, we prayed in your name, we did mighty works. And he said, I don't know you because a lot of people think, and that's where you got to be careful. I hope I'm not getting off the subject, but when people think, well, and I'm not against healing and stuff. I mean, thank God for it. But some people think because someone, someone like, well, uh, I, I, I raised the dead or I healed the blind person. 
But if that person's preaching false doctrine, it don't it, matter. It don't matter what signs he does. I mean, so people got to realize you got to look at what the man is saying. Right. You know, and the action he's doing and what he's saying, you know. So. Yeah. And it, it just this subject can be abroad. I know we're more talking than, mm-hmm. than anything tonight, but where where do your identity lies in? And that's the mm-hmm. next question. You know, like I said earlier, and you can ask somebody anything, you know. Look, I, li- I like playing softball, but I can't put softball before the Lord. Right. Now, I know a lot of people, they go ahead and put the softball before everything. Every weekend, they're at a yeah. ballpark or, you know, and look, there's nothing wrong with playing ball. But who do you do you identify yourself in that? If that's the first words out of your mouth is I play softball and eh, you might have an issue. And that, right. that's where that's where the subject is coming. I hope we had to find some people tonight. It just mm-hmm. where is your identity? What? Where do who are you in Christ? What is your identity in Christ? Right. And that's you know, that's the thing about a lot of believers. They don't they don't they don't identify with Christ. They identify mm-hmm. as Christ as saying they're saved, but they don't identify as Christ as mm-hmm. their healer. As you said, you know, a lot of people a lot of people you'd be surprised if somebody says, I I heal in the name of the Lord, how many people flock to that? Right. But they don't understand that the same power that might be in that man is in mm-hmm. you when you pray at your house and say, Lord, heal me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Lord, thank you for my healing. Mm-hmm. You're identifying your faith in Jesus Christ saying, Lord, I'm putting my faith in you to heal my body. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're right when you say how to have some people like, and we all do that. And even if you do it and you don't mean it like that sometimes when somebody asks, what do you do? So, well, I do this and you're right. You, Christ is never really mentioned first. You know, I was watching a, uh, a movie not too long ago. It's a true story. It was uh, about Rachel. Remember the, the girl, the Columbine, the one who got shot at the Columbine? Yeah, that's un- that, uh, I never seen that movie. Uh, I'm not ashamed. Yeah. I, but, I knew it was about, yeah, but I never but, watched uh, it. I watched it, and, and I watched it twice, one in theater and one that came out. And you watch that show, it represents not just young Christians, but it represents really all of us, how she ha- she put her identity on the side for a little while. And then, you know, she realized, hey, you know, there's something better than, you know, things a lot better, you know, for Christ than it was what she was dealing with, you know. Yeah. And that, you know, I've heard the testimony, you know, she was one of the first ones shot at Columbine. But the the two boys, and I can't think of their name right off the bat, but they target her for a specific reason because she showed her light in Christ. That's right. She was hated by those two guys. She was hated by them. And look, what we was talking about earlier about you losing something for Christ. This young girl lost her life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for Christ, but she didn't let her testimony go down. And, you know, she made a big impact. You know, I, was, I remember watching the movie and uh, she kept talking to her, one of her friends. And she was like, you shouldn't do this or whatever. And says, you know what? You think you're making an impact and you're not. Well, of course, you know, the girl didn't think it. And like a lot of us, you don't think you're making an impact. But the day when she got shot. They uh they went to the parking lot where her car was and all the people that she influenced, all her friends, even the people who treated her wrong, she treated them right. They came and they put flowers on top of her car and uh, they had one of her friends that was there. She says, you know, thank you for never giving up on me. Wow. So that's an example of how, you know, you identify. Well, mm-hmm. you talking yeah. about that. I just read this quote off of. um. Yeah. There's a website called crosswalk.com. Yes. I think and it so. says, uh, too often people base their identity on what they do, as we said, from the jobs, 
to their roles and relationships. We've been talking about that. Mm-hmm. Defining themselves by their pursuit. But by doing this, they significantly limit their lives. The truth is that God intends for all his people to find their identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, the, 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 the young girl that was shot at Columbine, mm-hmm. she made an impact, but because she, she made her, she identified in Christ. Mm-hmm. See, that, like I said, a lot of people, and, and I'm going to basically say this, when you identify in Christ or you say, I'm in Jesus, and you, that's really giving your, you are in Christ. That's it. You're, you get what I'm saying? That is your, that's your lifestyle. Right, right. When you identify with Christ, you want to be more like Christ. You mm-hmm. want to do the things Christ done. You want to go ahead and that's your testimony. Mm. Right. When, look, and it, it might be hard. Look, to identify and find your identity in Christ, you will lose something. Right. It's yes. guaranteed. Look, how many times, and I've done that, hey, let's go to this certain place. No, I'm not going to go there. Why? Because I, I don't believe that way. Look, I have a good friend of mine and love him to death and he always asks me about drinking mm, mm. and i keep on telling him the same thing over mm. and over again mm, and look mm. i love this dear man to death but i don't drink because i believe drinking is wrong right and they right. look at me dead in the face and say well you you're drinking wrong no i believe drinking is wrong and that's my conviction but if i go ahead and make a mistake or mm-hmm. if i would go ahead and just, just mm-hmm. decide to just uh uh consume alcohol at a high level mm-hmm. well the whole my whole identity in Christ has got ruined right right because look, that's identity theft the exactly. devil took my identity and, and spoiled it for the light that I because your identity is a light you said earlier you are you, when you're a Christian you that might be the only Bible they'll read you get that's what I'm right. saying that's right so if you if you don't identify with Christ or you don't mm-hmm. do the things Christ said Mm-hmm. Your whole identity is becomes a false identity, and it, mm-hmm. it your whole testimony is ruined. And we don't want to tell people that if you do fall, because I mean anybody can fall if you're not cautious. You know that that you can get saved, and yeah, you will get ridiculed by Christians and worldly people because you made a mistake. But like anybody else, and if you read in the Bible, look, I mean David. I mean David had to pay a high price, of course, but God forgave David for what he did. So we want to make sure that we want to let people know that. If we don't, we don't want people to sin and, you know, we, we don't, things happen. But at the same time, we want them to know that God, God gives a, you know, he's a God of second chances. You right. Know? So we want to make that clear that, you know, because we know that some people out there, they, uh, they made mistakes. So, you know, and <laughs> so, you know, so they can come back, you know. So we, we don't want people to think, you know, because I, I know some people, they want to come back to God. Because like, well, we made this mistake and the Christians and worldly people, they're, you know, they, they, you know, but I tell them, you know, God forgives you, you know, and I say David did wrong, but David came back. Samson, look what he did in the end. He came back and he did. So, you know, you know, we, Peter, I mean, Peter denied Christ and look, he came back. So we just want to encourage people. If you're in that, you know, situation, you know, don't let the devil lie to you. Say it's over. Yeah, you ruin your reputation a little bit. I mean, I got to admit, but at the same time, I mean, who cares if God forgave you, you know? Right. So, and that's where that's where yeah. you have an advocate with the Father. And that, mm-hmm. that's one thing when you come to Jesus and you identify, your identity is in Christ. And look, we don't give a license to sin because Paul said that, no, you no, know, no. Uh, should I sin that grace may abound? God forbid. God forbid. I believe that's uh, Romans chapter 7. Yeah. 
and I believe I'm not 100% sure, but we're not licensed to sin because no, we're no, saved. No, exactly. Yeah, but it's you, a balance. You come, yeah, there's a balance. But your identity in Christ, you have an advocate with the Father. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, you you have that relationship with Jesus that if you, first of all, the Holy Spirit is going to convict you. But if you do come, if you do fall and you do, you still have that advocate with Jesus. You still have that that way to to get back to Him, and that's that's what your identity in Christ holds. Is that, look, I may make mistakes, I may sin, but guess what? I I can come back to a heavenly loving Father through Christ. Because you see, a lot of people don't realize your identity in Christ gives you access to the Father. You know, you couldn't go back in the old covenant. When you go into the temple, not just anyone can go into the temple. The priest had to act as an advocate mm-hmm. for the people to God. The high priest, right. he was the only one that can go into the Holy of Holies. But because we say, Lord Jesus, we accept you. Lord Jesus, we're, we want to be in you. We want to identify in Christ. We can, we have, because when God sees us, he sees Christ in us. That's so we, right. have, we can boldly go into the mm-hmm. throne room of God, mm-hmm. as the Bible says. Where you, you're wearing Christ's righteousness. Right. You know, it's like if uh, somebody put a coat on me and they gave me a coat to wear, I'm wearing that individual's coat. So it's the same thing when Christ puts his right, because people don't realize, I know it's a whole program in itself that's talking about this, but you see, when Christ looks at you without Christ, he sees old filthy rags. Right. God, yeah. Exactly. And But but when you put on Christ's righteousness over those rags, he don't see that sin no more. He sees Christ's righteousness. Because if he looks at us per se, Without Christ, that's what we look. We look garbage. Right. I mean, we yeah, we were creating God's image and stuff because of the sin. We 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 smell. We stink. You know, we we don't we don't look good in front of God. But when God puts the righteousness on us, you know, it's you know He sees that. So that's justification by faith. That's what righteousness comes from in faith in Christ alone. And and what people got real is like the prodigal son. He says, uh, "Put ring on his hands and shoes on his feet." And put a garment on him. Let's be eat and be married. You know, or pretty much let's celebrate. And you know, in, the, in in that language. So, you know, so you know, that's your identity is Christ's righteousness and right. the way you live. Amen. Any last thoughts, or that's that's good for you, right? Um, there? I'm good with that. Yeah. Amen. Well, guys, look, it's not a long program tonight, but it was just me and Brother Anthony, and uh, we just wanted to hit the surface on this. That's your identity in Christ, uh, guys. Look, if if you don't know Jesus Christ. Please, you know, look in your Bible and start start asking the Lord because to to show you what Christ is. Because your identity, when you come to Christ, your identity is placed upon His self, His His play, um, His sacrifice on the cross. Jesus didn't come to this earth just to walk here three years and just say, "Well, look, you know, I'm coming to save mankind." He did this because He loves us. Because mm-hmm. look, He asked the Father. If you can make this cup pass from me, let it be so. But not my will, but your will be done. When and if you come to Jesus, that's the one of the best decisions you ever. That, that is the best decision you ever make in your life, because Jesus Jesus loves you so much that He came and He died for you and He took your place that you could spend eternity in heaven. And I tell people that when I hear them say, "Well, I was worth it. You weren't worth it. No, Mm-mm. none of us. None of us had worth that." It's because he loved us and he wanted right. to share his grace and his mercy. And look, guys, if you if you need Jesus, look, go ahead. I, I feel compl- I feel that we need to pray this prayer mm-hmm. right now because 
a lot of a lot of Christians, y'all have identity in Christ, and y'all know what we're talking about. But a lot of people that might be listening to this don't know what's going on. They don't. They say, "Well, look, everything you sound is good, but how do I get it?" Is by simply believing mm-hmm. in Jesus' paid sacrifice at the cross and believing what He did was enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go ahead and pray a prayer with y'all to, tonight. Just follow along with me. If you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit and ask the Lord to forgive you, please say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I call on Jesus. I believe he died for me, and I believe you raised him from the dead. Lord, come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Help me to have a new identity in you. And Lord, help me to love you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, if you have said that prayer, and you man it, you are a child of God. You have a new identity, as Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen said. If you have said that prayer and you want some more information, please send us a message on our Facebook page, Brothers Just Searching. And look, guys, if you are a Christian and you're battling with your identity in Christ, go read Ephesians chapter one and Ephesians chapter two, and mark down everything that it says you are. Also, I do I highly recommend to watch. The, the movie Overcomer by the mm-hmm. Kendrick brothers. A lot of people say, well, how, what can I get from a movie? Well, this movie talks about this very subject, your identity in Christ, and it will encourage you as a believer. It will help you on your walk and it will, it will draw you closer to the Lord, but you have to put your faith and trust and identity in Jesus. Don't, don't let the world take that away from you. So guys, we're going to be praying for y'all. Y'all keep praying for us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. If you have not already, and go ahead and leave us a review on any platform that you're listening to us on. We can't wait to be with y'all next week. Y'all have a good week.